to her page, <laughs> BK. Like, <laughs> you're just a sexy <laughs> boy. <laughs> okay, what am I supposed to do? Take a picture? Uh, no. Okay, Get closer. There we go. Fanatics, I swear we're not filming the porn in the background for episode oh, 92 sure of Fanatics. Sorry, Sean Michael's team. Oh, it's Miz's birthday. Happy birthday, Miz. Not today. A couple days ago. Happy belated birthday, Miz. Ruiz. <laughs> I don't even know why I tried Ruiz. 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 Ernie, stop looking at Paige. Will you shut up in there? Ernie. Everybody shut up! <laughs> yeah, episode 92 of Three Men in the Pod. You're here, you're listening. The, the, the wind is just sucked out beneath my sails. I have I have no wind beneath my sails at this point. We, we've got wrestling news. We're going to recap Money in the Bank, Interall on SmackDown, and uh, we have some wrestling news. And my goal at this point is just to get fucked. <laughs> this is what you people do to me. <laughs> I've done nothing. I did nothing. Well, ladies, speaking of getting drunk. <laughs> Don't you dare be sour. <laughs> oh, I'm sour. After this pay-per-view, I'm a little sour. You have belts. I have all the belts, actually. This one still has to decide which one must challenge me. Oh, yeah, that's right. I, I forgot that I, I forgot about that. I will think about it. I'm thinking about it. I won't be tonight, though. <laughs> Because I didn't prepare. I must prepare. Kidney users, what are you kind of drinking? I'm... I'm a queen. <laughs> uh, not really. Maybe. Maybe. I have more headwear on than you. I feel like I'm more of a queen. More <laughs> headwear. I'm not, I don't always have to wear my crown. The royalty like is in my I blood. Like you should. I, I am royal by blood. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking a blue moon. It's good. I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> it's me, Easy A. Your once reigning, defending, oh, undisputed three fans of Pod Pay Review Champion. And my rule has been overthrown by some tiny handed, cabbage smelling carnival trash. And, uh, yeah, so I'm. Stay in my sleazy self over here with a uh, lemonade from Sonic that's got 99 watermelons in it. How'd I fit it in that cup? It's sleazy magic. You know who's better at magic? The ones with the tiny hands. Joe Blue. Creepy. <laughs> Joe. He's a master of illusions. He's a master of illusions. <laughs> Sorry. Well, what are you drinking, trash bag? Hey, that's Mrs. Trashback. <laughs> that is, that's right, fanatics. It's Mrs. Money in the Bank. It's something. I don't know what, but it's something. <laughs> it's the best there is. The best there was. The best there ever will be. Instead of a briefcase, you have like a bindle stick. <laughs> I drove into WrestleMania with my dilapidated camera. Money in the bindle. <laughs> I, I, I am. Money in the bindle. I like it. Uh, Can I get like a Ubo sack? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's what the bindle sack. Yeah, let me get you a stick and get you a green. 
green bandana with dollar signs on it. Us in the <laughs> us in the carny world called it hobo sack. Oh, okay. So, well, now I know your hobo lingo. But yes, me, your newly crowned free bands and power champion, because I'm just so damn dashing. They can't help but give me though. Actually, more like I crept into Emily's bedroom at night and <laughs> stole it. <laughs> After she gave me a quick touch under the covers. Ooh. <laughs> so, like a good belt ceiling. You guys are gross. A little bit of a how's your mother? Nasty. But I'm drinking a 24 ounce Coors Light. Nasty. Because I'm. <laughs> That's what she was doing. Brittany Evans. Nasty. Don't. Alrighty. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's an unexpected turn. Uh, I'm gonna toss it over to the sleazy one. For a little shamrock shake. Uh, yeah, so a shamrock shake for this week. Very exciting. We'll get into this a little bit more in depth on, um, Raw. On Raw, yeah. Uh, but on. Tuesday, Ken Shamrock tweeted, couldn't help but notice yesterday, Nick dropped the 24-7 title. Interesting. To which I replied to him, please, go. Take it. Hearts for eyes emoji. Three black hearts. <laughs> Wouldn't it be insane if Ken Shamrock's return was for With the 24-7, 24/7 title? Out? You know what? I'll take it. I'll take it. Oh, no. I hope she's a better build. Hey, he gets that one. He's in. <laughs> You're in. He's in. He's back. <laughs> um, he can take the... Brock can cash in and take the Universal title or whatever title back. Or take it between now and SummerSlam. And we can get a Shamrock Lesnar match at SummerSlam. I'm just saying. 24 7 though versus Universal title. 24-7. I love him 24-7. Ah, uh, um, you the best. Anyway, that was on his Twitter also yesterday. He said spooning leads to good forking, which is a great way to eat good food. I don't know. <laughs> he's just... He's something. Please he's follow him on Twitter if you don't. At Shamrock Ken. Because he... <laughs> He is, so a, he is a god and a legend. I'm just saying. The most dangerous man. Uh, yes, scooting right along, we have some wrestling news to discuss. Uh, first off, actually, yesterday was the anniversary of Owen Hart's death. Oh. Which is very sad. As Mr. Business so rudely pointed out earlier, it is also the Miss's birthday. Happy birthday, Miss. Happy birthday, me. And yes. rest in peace, Owen Hart. Yeah. yeah. Exactly 20 years ago. It's so sad. It doesn't seem like 20 years. Especially because the lady died. Oh, God, it's awful. So. Tragic. Tragic. When wrestling goes very, very well. <laughs> yeah. That uh, should be loving. Very sad. Good guy. Good wrestling. Um. What other wrestling do? Uh, so. In. Coming over from last week with uh, Ashley Masaro's suicide, or actually we just said she died last week, apparently it is an apparent suicide, uh, from what I've read, it was an apparent pain. 
Um, there's a whole other thing going on with this, though, uh, where she... I don't know if she was suing WWE, but there's some court case about her getting sexually harassed on a military base while she was traveling with WWE. Now, no one in the company sexually assaulted her. Sexual assault. Yeah, Is um, it just like a, the fans or something? Someone that was on the base or whatever. Gotcha. Um, WWE, and I think in her affidavit she wrote, said uh, that WWE wanted her to keep it quiet. Uh, and WWE has just released a statement saying that they have they're very saddened about her death, and they never did that, basically. Of course they're going to say that they never did that, because the person who's accusing them is no longer with her. Actually, uh, she claimed she was raped by a military doctor while on a WWE trip to Kuwait in 2006. Damn. Damn, that's a lot Damn. But uh, whether or not this actually led to her suicide, maybe we'll know, to be honest. But also, uh, in relation to that, um, a lot of the WWE female superstars that uh, worked with Ashley and Newer um, have started to go fund me for her daughter's college fund. Mm-hmm. I think it's very, very sweet. It is very sweet. And I think it's a worthy cause. I was trying to find the GoFundMe, but literally, if you go to Twitter and go to any major wrestling superstars, uh, WWE superstars uh, Twitter account, they probably share the link to it. Because I found it through Mick Foley's, but quite a few people, quite a few people have shared it. So, um, yeah, he had a really nice tribute to her. It was very it sweet. The same place. She was like, oh, this is hard. And I was like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. It is. But if uh, you're a big fan, if you're feeling generous, go there, find it. Donate. Let the girl get an education. But possibly the most interesting news <laughs> is that tomorrow on May 25th, you AEW's Don't Wear Nothing pay-per-view yes. will be taking place. Also, um... I believe if they're actually trying to order the pay-per-view, it's like 50 bucks. Yeah. Which I honestly thought was a little steep. But at the same time, I'm like, hey, you guys are going to have a TV show out yet? And you're trying to see, trying to see how big of a draw you can get. Mm-hmm. You know what? I've, I'm really... I've been on the fence about whether or not I wanted to buy it, but I might do it. I know. I want to see it so bad. Mm-hmm. I feel like I could find it somewhere for free. So I'm that person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not really off again until Monday, so I just wait till then and try to find it somewhere. Um, but yeah, there are seven... No. Well, there's also a there little were... bit of, uh, dare I say, controversy. Dare I say drama. Because, um... Pac, a.k.a. Neville from the WWE, yes. was supposed to fight um, Adam Page. Adam the Kingman Page. Yeah. And apparently Pac's not happy. Really? And it's basically because since he left WWE, since he's resurfaced, he hasn't lost. And they're wanting him to lose to Adam Page. And he doesn't want to do that. You know what? Don't get in your own way. 
No, but he's also, uh, oh god, I forget the wrestling coach. I mean, he's on the ground he floor. He has another wrestling promotion right now. Yeah, well, he's got that, and he, right. he, he's on, right. the, on the ground floor of something that could be massive. Totally massive. Like, just stick with him. I don't know. Give it a really shot. Picky. Yeah. Like, almost too picky. Like, come on, man. I know you're picky. You're the pickiest Tarzan. I feel like he's a little <laughs> reserved after WWE. I can't blame him, to be honest. They made him lose to Enzo and Mori. Well, yeah, I'd be pissed too. Be like, about no. that. I'd be like, no. But this, you have to separate that from this. You know what I mean? Like, you're starting over in a new... Could you, though? Know? It's a new promotion. After all that... Well, here's the thing. You were on top, and then they made you lose to Enzo in that promotion. Here, you're starting... I wouldn't dare even say at the bottom... Losing a match because you're losing to Adam Page. Well, even then, like he wasn't. <laughs> uh, I I suppose. I mean, you don't know. You don't know if he's actually booked to lose. It's all rumors. It's all hearsay. But uh, even if he did lose, this was supposed to be for a future opportunity to challenge the whoever becomes the AEW World Champion or Heavyweight Champion, whatever they call it. But yeah, so the actual match card that we have as of right now on AEW, uh, we have Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho, round two. Duh. Now, with that match, the winner earns future world title shot. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have the AAA World Tag Team Championship match, which is the Young Bucks, who are the champions, versus the Lucha Bros. Lucha. Which, that'll be, I mean, so, I mean, those first two matches right there speak for themselves, like, this third one, though... Interesting! This... Well, the first one... Actually, no. This third one is the one... Are, do you have this on CBS? Mm-hmm. Okay. This third one is the one... My top match that I want to see. It's an interesting match. I would not say it's my top match of the night. To be honest, mine would probably be... Omega or the Tag Team Championship because the match, bro. That's a... Pentagon and um, Phoenix. And they're like two of my favorite boot stores of all time. Yeah. They're the best. Huh? Let him pin you. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that'd be okay. Sorry, that was a picture of uh, Adam Page. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so the, in this uh, third match reveal, we have uh, Cody Rhodes versus Dustin Rhodes. Which. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be an interesting match. First off, this is going to be, I, I believe, Dustin Rhodes, a.k.a. Goldust's first match outside of WWE since he left, very quietly, I would say. <laughs> and to have it be against his brother, like I feel like this is getting ready to be like his... I would say his old-timers match, but like his really good old-timers match. Like He's getting ready yeah. to do some shit that like people... People forgot he could do. Yeah, yeah. This is gonna make him an official legend of wrestling. Right? Like, this, it's so interesting. Like, to be honest, even if AEW flops, just the buzz, just the hype, mm-hmm. has you interested. Oh, yeah. When they start having their weekly shows, I'm gonna tune in just to see what's going on. Because I want some drama. I'm invested. I spent $47 on a hoodie. I'm gonna watch some shit. <laughs> I spent money on that. Buy that 
But I got damn sure for nothing. Uh, we also have uh, SoCal Uncensored versus Hashtag Schlumpertz. Uh, we have the Best Friends, or Best Friends versus Helico and Jack Evans. We have Brooke Baker versus Kylie Ray versus Nyla Rose. Ooh. And don't quote me on this, they do have a transgender woman wrestling, and I think it's Nyla Rose. It is Nyla Rose. That's it. Which I'm very curious about. Not that she's transgender, but I mean, these are all three very, very good women. So. Yeah, and there's always been controversy around Nyla Rose being booked in women's match. I know. Yeah, it's it, scripted. It doesn't matter. If yeah. you literally told no one, guess what? They think it's the closest <laughs> thing we're gonna get to an actual intergender match. I mean, not here. Oh, oh, oh no. Oh no. Oh yeah, but not here. Yeah. Uh, next match we have Asia Kong versus Yuka Sakazaki. Ver- no, like how you just took the rain from there. Like, I've been staring at this name for like five minutes. you like, I'm ready. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready. I got it. I mean, I it out. Sakura versus, uh, I don't know, Hikaru Shida, Riho and Ryo Mizunami. You did way better than I ever could have. I don't know, I'm guessing. I usually really butcher, like, Japanese names because I put the emphasis on the wrong... I put the emphasis on the wrong syllable. It really sounds weird. (laughs) Also, Mizunami, I feel like if uh, Miz leaves and goes to, like, New Japan or something, (laughs) just be Mizunami. Um, but yeah, there's that. Uh, Sammy Guevara versus Kip Sabian. And a casino battle royale. Winner earns a future world title shot. Um, so, just out of pure speculation, because I've been reading a lot that people are thinking John Moxley is going to show up at this, mm-hmm. and CBS Sports' prediction is that John Moxley wins the Casino Battle Royal. Because mm. guess where he fucking lives? Las Vegas. Well, ain't that convenient. That's like doing something in Texas and not expecting the Undertaker to show up. Or Stone Cold, like one of the Yeah, well, you're getting first thing. Hell, they all live there. Wow, there are a lot of people who just hang up. They were shooting Texas guys. Yeah. We have team. Yeah, we have team. Mr. Business is running to Cain like twice. I still hasn't got a picture of him. My niece got to shake Cain's hand at graduation. Not a big who is? Would you would you like to come and explain, Mr. Business? Well then, shut up. So, uh, yeah, that's the. She brought me up. Yeah. This is the guy that was talking in the background. Don't talk in the background if you don't want to talk about it. Oh, oh. Big bitch. She said. No. I didn't say anything. Well, we're talking this entire time. <laughs> so yeah, that's the uh, card for AEW's All or Nothing. I mean, double, double or nothing. Sorry, <laughs> not All or Nothing. That was something else. Pretty hype though. Not gonna lie. Yeah, I'd be interested to see there if, for whatever reason, I don't watch it. I feel like it's gonna be a good pay per view regardless. I'm just yeah. curious to see the numbers. Just yeah. see how many people that actually draw in. To see, and this is going to be the best gauge, but an initial gauge to see how much they could compete with WWE. Yeah. 
think they can. I think they should. I got the power. So money in the bank. Um, happy I won. Uh, a little, a little gobsmacked by this, a little flabbergasted, a little, uh... You know, I was good, I was good with this whole pay-per-view. It was a really good pay-per-view. I was good with it until the very end, and then I'm like, what? I was literally, like, what the fuck, and I texted you, what the fuck? Yeah, basically. I'm still, I'm still not, uh... I don't know. We'll just go through. Uh, yeah. So kickoff show. So we'll just go through it. Uh, first off, I feel very bad for Daniel Bryan and Rowan versus the Usos being on the kickoff show. Yeah. What was that? But at the same time, I was also very excited for the cruiserweights to not be on the kickoff show and to have a very deserved spot on the main card. Because fuck it. They deserve it. And I thought this was a really good match, but I honestly felt a little underwhelmed for just as much talent as in the ring. Right. But I think yeah. it was just because it was on the kickoff show and I felt a little bad and I was like, hmm. Yeah. It wasn't bad. It definitely wasn't bad. But no. it kind of... It definitely took the energy down a bit, I think. And I don't know if I agree with the ending. Mm. Like, the, the Usos getting the win, it's not a title match, so I get it. But at the same time, you literally just put those belts on Daniel Bryan and Eric Jordan. Yeah, well... And I'm not saying having them win clean. And I... Have them win by heel means. They're heels. Like, well, cheat. I'm, I'm good with that. Here's my thing. If you're just gonna have Shane give them the belts, right? They should have to defend them. And that was fine, them having a, a match book. But don't book it against the Usos. Book it against some other... Book it against, I don't know, we've got this wild card shit going on, does it matter? I mean, yeah, these teams are literally on opposite brands, it's SmackDown and Raw. Yeah. So, I don't know. Who who are our other Raw tag champs? champs? Yeah. Uh, Zachary. Is it Zachary and Kurt? Okay. I couldn't remember if they said it or not. Because <laughs> you haven't seen the guys. If you're going to do a no title match, just have Tag versus tag. We're not doing it again until Survivor Series anyway, so who fucking cares? Just put one of those other main card matches on the kickoff and don't even have this match at all. Because nobody gives a shit. Nobody gives a shit. Because nobody gives a shit about Eric Rowan. Nobody gives a shit about Daniel Bryan currently because no, because he's got ruin attached to him. Well, that's the and whole thing. So, well, yeah, and that's the thing. You're an asshole. And you're not really doing anything right now after you lost your belt. You know what I'm saying? Right. You are, but you're just not really like it's nothing special. Kind of just yeah, there now. Yeah, now nobody likes you, so it's not even like they like you. You're not doing anything. Yeah, <laughs> nobody's saying yes anymore. The planet doesn't even like you. Anymore. You're not helping anyone. You're not the only one doing these things for the planet. The planet has other lovers. <laughs> the planet has other lovers. Many, many other lovers. <laughs> who are taller. <laughs> who who have better beards, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just, you know, throwing that out. The planet's there. got options. It's got options. The planet's got options. You're not the only one that wants to fuck the planet. <laughs> Quit digging holes and sticking your dick in them. Uh-huh. <laughs> Quit fracking the planet. Quit fracking the planet. <laughs> exactly. Getting your frack on. 
So we took kind Get of a tangent. Correct. <laughs> Daniel Bryant. Clearly. <laughs> Daniel Bryant literally fucking the earth. Um, Sometimes you gotta stick your pants just down the ground and yeah. just in the soil. <laughs> you, you gotta I can't s- get off unless there's soil. <laughs> you gotta smack it down wrong. In the dirt. Uh, also, I could be wrong, and I don't know if you guys maybe already talked about this, but if you did, who are you? Original. Um, <laughs> what were we talking about? What's the what's the, <laughs> the cruiserweight match was supposed to be on the kickoff. It was supposed right? to be on the kickoff show. Yeah. That's what we. They were nah. like, no, y'all go on, y'all go on to the main thing. card. Oh, yeah, you guys are doing so good. I'm so proud. <laughs> <laughs> You're moving on up. You look strong. Which if, if well, we'll get to it. Um. So yeah, this was a no title match, but the Usos. One. I mean, obviously not upset. Those are those are a group of very talented wrestlers. So yeah, even their worst nights are going to be a fucking good night. I'm always down to see the Usos wrestle. So yeah, they're good. They're really good. I know I gave them a lot of shit when they first changed their gimmick, but also I like how their shorts in this one are kind of reminiscent of the old Uso style. I like that. They've really come into their own. Yeah, they I figured it out. Like, they're sort of grown on us the most since we started this. Yes. Because we need it. Oh, no. I was like, <laughs> the what, what is day one-ish? Yeah, no, I remember. I was like, this is not real. What are you even talking about? Fools! Have a golden god. The stupid-ass itch. And then... Um, I feel like, and now I'm like, I live for a couple of months. We were like, seriously, guys, what is day one fish? I don't I know. know what that is. Now, <laughs> we're also old now. We're like, I don't know the lingo. What is this? <laughs> what is this? Um, also, uh, yeah, and now I'm like, I live for them cutting promos on other people. It's great. So, after that match, we actually just straight out the gate on the main card. We're going big. Falls to the wall, dare I say. But and this is when, and this is when I knew that my prediction would come true. Was when they had this match first, first fucking match, the women's Money in the Bank uh, ladder match. I will say I did. We'll get to it, but yeah. I actually liked my odds here because I went many reasons. Sonya Deville's run said. Do what? I said I actually liked my odds at the beginning of this because uh, Mandy Bruce yes, and Sonya Deville I was very started. worried about that because she got on that letter a handful of times. And, yeah, she was the only one there with someone on the outside. Mm-hmm. I know. I was like... And that yeah, shit made me yeah. nervous. I was like, I'm like, okay, choice. Solid choice. I kept saying, fuck, he's going to get this one. Fuck, fuck. And she kept not getting involved. Like, <laughs> no, yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then finally she did get involved, and I was like, God damn it. Uh, but you know what? My girl came through. So, not gonna lie, uh, well, just random things. I uh, loved how Naomi looked. She looked cute as hell. Yes, Bumblebee. I know, she looks so Yes. She is so, so adorable. Good. Um, <laughs> what? I think almost every woman kind of was looking decent. Every woman had it, they had their moment, they had their spots. Uh, Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke was good. She looked good. She looked really good. She came strong. She came in strong, like right out the gate. She has confidence about her now that she was lacking. Yeah. And maybe it's. And I mean, we don't know speculation, but maybe it's because this spot was meant for Sasha, and she's like, "Well, fuck it. If she's gonna sit out, and I'm gonna fucking go there. Yeah. And I'm gonna do it. You and know what? Like, and I deserve to be here. Who I'm better to do it than her? So, um, Nikki Cross got an early spot. 
a helicoptering and a ladder around. Um, who, Naomi had that great spot where there were two women, each with a ladder. And she fucking split. Yeah, and they were coming at her. Yeah, she did the splits and went down and ducked, and then she popped back up, and she did this, like, very cartoony, like, look back and forth. Oh, I'm ready. It was so cute, though, because of her little bumblebee outfit. She's fucking adorable. I oh, my God. Uh, Ember Moon at some point, I don't remember who it was, but she had a crazy eclipse off of someone. Yeah. Oh, shit. Who was it? Uh, into the uh, Natty. Yeah, yeah. It was well, Natty. Like uh, there were four women on the ladder. Natty tilted the ladder and got them all off of it right before Amber Amber Moon hit the eclipse on her from a ladder outside the ring. Yeah, that's what like. Oh, and she uh, eliminated Naya, but she never got. A chance to get on the ladder because Mandy Rose hit her with the fairy tale ending. I'm not gonna Onto lie, this, this was a really, really, really good match. It really was. Yeah. Like at first, I was kind of like, mm. it was a bunch of women that you didn't know how this was gonna go. Yeah. It was gonna go really good or really bad. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Even Carmella kind of looked good. Yeah. Which uh, there was a whole part, I think mid the beginning about her kind of getting hurt. Yeah. And her kind of limping off backstage. And that was when John was like, oh, she's going to take it. She's going to come rushing in at the very end. And I'm like, they, they're not going to do it again. Yeah, they like will not do it again. And it was a, about as purposeful having her in this match as it was to have Braun Strowman booked for originally. Or this have Baron Corbin in awesome. the men's match. Uh, Definitely not. He had an awesome uh, super kick on someone, though. <laughs> <laughs> Who was it? Was it? No, it wasn't Mandy Rose. It, cause it, it, was, Mandy it Rose. was outside on the floor, wasn't I it? Know it, was. it might have been Mandy Rose. Mm. No, I don't think Let's it was. Let's see. Sonya Bill But when she was hobbling back down there, mm. she might have been Mandy Brooke. But she was I, like, super cute about shit out of someone. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. I was trying to. When she came back down, yeah. Uh, she was Carmelo with a wrapped up right knee limping to the ring. Carmella took Rose down, but could not climb fast enough. Oh, so you just pulled Karma. Uh, Karma. Karma. Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> Shit, I forgot Carmen. about yeah, so yeah. Carmella off the ladder and speared her before centering the ladder, placing Rose on her side. Yeah, I'm this not- is where I thought I won. I always thought yeah. I I know, this is I got scared. I really scared. I was like, oh. But she, like, she, so she pulls Carmella off the ladder and spears her, and then she goes and gets Vinny Rose. Vinny Rose is out of it. And so, like, Manorus isn't climbing up the ladder fast enough, and so Serenadil's like, fuck it, I'm taking you up there. Just fucking gets her on her shoulders and is like, we're going to the top! That was, uh, that was some Samwise game she shit. <laughs> like, she is her Sam, but I'm like, I can't wait for your heel turn. I can't. I know. I don't even know you heel turn, but, like, face turn. Like, just turn against her. <laughs> but, um, who's gonna be, uh, who's gonna be Gollum? <laughs> Nikki Cross. <laughs> <laughs> Selena Vega, the way she's like on the apron all the time, like, <laughs> She looks like a creepy little monster out there. It's hilarious. Um, but yeah, so uh, they're climbing up there. At some point, Mandy Rose actually gets off of Sonya's shoulders and is trying to, I guess, kind of do it herself. And Sonya's like right there, still on the ladder, like, yeah, we're gonna do it. And then Bailey just fucking comes out of nowhere and zips up the fuck that ladder. <laughs> like, it's, like, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Look at that point, I knew I had lost. Is that 
Well, now you're going to be spot with the letters. I had to run here. I know. But, uh, so, Bailey ends up beating them both off that ladder, and by God, she gets that briefcase. And at this point, I was like, we're going to get a same night cash in. I I knew it. It depended on which match came first, the men's or the women's, and how early on in the show, but I knew one of them was going to be. We'll get to that later. They can't but, do that every year, though. They just no. did that with Alexa last year, which is why I was like... Yeah. They won't next year. Somebody will get it, and they'll hold it. I don't so, think they're going like, to hold it for a long time, because Carmilla held it for, like, over a year. Yeah. I think they'll hold it for a couple of months. Yeah. But you need, like, a mid-time cash, not like a... Yeah, not a quick one, not a playing the long game until fucking Mania or whatever. I did some things. <laughs> But uh, the next matchup on the card was the U.S. Championship, Rey Mysterio challenging the champion Samoa Joe. You all doubted me. Yeah, so Katie went with Rey. (laughs) Brittany and I went with Samoa Joe. And uh, to my surprise, not because I assumed you were wrong, but because I really did not think they were going to give it to Rey. I didn't think it was going to end like this, though. So this was literally a match that was just a couple of minutes. Yeah. And um, it ends with Mysterio countering a powerbomb basically into uh, her Karana and basically getting a quick roll-up out of it. Mm-hmm. With the one, two, three. Um, oh, yeah. So... But the speculation is that, like, Joe's shoulders were... Not completely flat. No. His his left shoulder was completely... It was like a solid foot off the mat. Like, but he so was rolled over on his right shoulder. This is going to go with, like... It's going to continue. And then, mm-hmm. you know, Joe's like, he didn't really pin me. And I will say that Joe, like, he never really... I don't know if it was above his eye or below his eye, but around his eye. Yeah. Very fucking deep cut. And I still don't even know where that happened. And I was trying yeah. to, like, watch it. I don't know, he just, like, looked up and was bleeding. <laughs> I was saying it was, right. like, the bridge of his nose, and it was going around his eye. Because I think he around got hit in the, the ocular area. Yeah. <laughs> he had a bloody face. You're bleeding. And I don't mean that in an English way. <laughs> like, he literally had a bloody face. But, uh, you know, Dominic was there. Yeah, so Ray's celebrating with his son. And, uh... Who, oh, who made his way down the ramp from the backstage area, hissed off Bloody Joe, runs back out and just steamrolls Mysterio. Throws him back in the ring, hits him with the urinagi. Dominic watching. Like, <laughs> stop beating him, Matea. <laughs> well, look, I'm pretty sure he's been training. In the PC. Like, I don't know why. Uh, Maybe they're just waiting. Maybe this is like a debut thing. Uh, So, I don't mind this match necessarily. Um, I feel like it would have been better. I think Joe does well with, like, really personal storylines. Like, the whole AJ thing. He does. He likes. I feel like he likes to get personal. And it does make for a better story. It does. It does. Maybe he's the one that pushes where he's like, well, since we're gonna throw this seemingly together, to maybe we should rape bra or Brock. Rape up Paul Heyman. <laughs> or Brock. Brock. 
I'm gonna take for Paul Heyman and make Brock watch it. Um, but uh, I think this might have gone better. I'm not sure with which match. I think it might have gone better had you actually uh, made the WrestleMania match longer. Uh huh. Give Ray the quick roll up. Yeah. Because no. Joe, like he's. Maybe you still make WrestleMania short, but make this a long match. And then that's why I dominated him or celebrated. Yeah, it was and a long, hard battle fought, and he won. And he won because he was a tiny little baby face. He was like, ooh. And then if he's here, now he's in, and he's like, God damn it! <laughs> no. Yeah. But I'm interested to see how his still son. interested. Uh, still not bad. I just, I don't know. I would like a long match out of no feud. Like, I don't want to always yeah. to end in quick little. Stop losing uh, the maracas. <laughs> I forgot. You know what you're gonna I usually turn my ringtone off. I usually turn my ringtone off and I change it to maracas. Because <laughs> I was looking through because one swing different and I laughed so hard when I heard it. And I just maybe giggle inside. I'm like, this oh, yeah. make it always nice. Whatever it is. Katie doesn't like it. No, I actually do like it. Well, but it, she keep, like it. it keeps uh, popping up at the end of sentences, so you like finish your sentence, and then she's like, shh. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Can only have a little every shot day, on a drum kit. It's a fiesta here. Aye, <laughs> aye. So, um. Next match we had was uh, Shaded Man versus The Miz. <laughs> and I'm not upset. Um, this was funny to me. This, this wasn't a bad match. I felt like Miz looked. Or not Miz. Uh, Shane actually looked. Winded and dead. Oh, for most of the so he when he comes out to the ring to cut a promo in street clothes, he sweats like a fucking hog. He's so it guy. was no surprise. I, mean, I think he's okay. I think he trains always. Yeah, makes him okay? he just naturally sweats a lot. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I five know. minutes into the match, you look I at him and then you look you look at him and you look at the Miz and you're like, the Miz hasn't even broken a sweat yet, and Shane is drenched. And John also brought up a good point. You know. Miz is basically in his underwear, and Shane's wearing a fucking baseball jersey and pants and trainers, and it's just like... Good point. But also, he sweats like a fucking hog anyway. Um, but yeah, I thought Shane looked good. I thought the, the way it ended, I thought it was going to end that way much faster because of Shane... He kept trying to get out, man. Scooting up that fucking... Like, he was just about getting out cage. of that cage. Yeah. I don't know he was scooting up that cage like a fucking monkey up a tree. He was shimmying. He was a getting it. I feel like he just put like chain link fencing up, like a, a really high thing, like by his house. He was just training, just scaling. I will have to say though, Miz, I think did great for most of this match. Um, <laughs> he, on the other hand, did hit one of the worst frog splashes I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, we're like, <laughs> what was that? Was that? Oh, it was midway yeah. like, through. You just gave up. <laughs> It was, I was like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it was, it was depressing. <laughs> that so was the ending of this match is so Shane McMahon is kind of like <laughs> on the other side of the cage trying to climb down and out. Uh-huh. And this kind of gets him like he's going to kind of super suplex him yeah. on top. Instead <laughs> of that happening. Just Miz, like, or not Miz, Shane like, oh, just shimmies out of the baseball jersey and it's like, oh, on the ground. That was ridiculous. It was funny, but ridiculous. Uh, it's just somebody shirtless yeah. dad. No, Miz, like, drops her shirt or whatever, and yeah. like, Shane gets it, and he's, like, covering his stomach and he's like, oh, you wrote. I am exposed. <laughs> my titties. Oh, God, my titties. My titties exposed. 
So, uh, I'm not gonna say it was the best technical wrestling match ever. <laughs> no. But was it entertaining? Absolutely. Of course. I enjoyed it. <laughs> did it keep me on the edge of my seat? It did. Just the way she won. Like, it was just like. <laughs> <laughs> That was glorious. So it was like, why did you pick Shane? We were the only two that went Shane. And they're like, he's gonna win. He's shaking man. Who man's in control? They're in control. They are. Well, they are, it's, it's their time. If I was a good fan, I'd never lose. But we win for all weeks. I would never lose. Exactly. I'm by So, next. I'm by winning that Next match was a. Um, Cruiserweight Championship match, which was originally booked to be on the kickoff show. They moved it. But gloriously found its way to the main card. Uh, we had champion Tony Nice. Sorry, this video of the Miz and Shane is playing, and I can't get it to stop. Pause. I'm tired of watching it. Okay. Um, Tony Nice, champion, uh, defended against Arya Davari. Defeated him, retained his title. Um, these two. This wasn't my favorite cruiserweight match, but it was. No, but it, but I like I enjoy cruiserweight matches probably because I don't watch them as often as I should, and so it's always like a little treat, it's like a little fun nugget um, fun on the night. card to get to watch them on a pay per view. Just a little fun nugget. By no means was it bad. It was very good. I don't know. It's just not the same as like Buddy or Cedric. No, but Tony Nice, man, he was getting it. But insane corkscrew off the top rope, and then he did the 450 splash. Probably need the shit out of him. <laughs> you need the shit out of him. <laughs> it was good, though. I enjoyed it. Um, it's kind of a nice break. Yeah, I don't want to make it sound like it was a shitty match yeah. last night. It was very good. Yeah, Davari's hammerlock lariat there at the end was really good. Like, it, he just fucking flipped him. When they do that, it, and I don't know, it's. You know, it's something they rehearse, so like the flip backwards and stuff. But it always looks so impressive, especially with the little guys doing it. It's just like, you're strong, little fella, aren't you? I think my problem with this wasn't necessarily the wrestling. I think it was the view. Like it just, it felt like it meant nothing. Yeah, I yeah. I hadn't kept up with the nah. waist that well, so I wasn't sure how this match came about. But yeah. But that was also the thing is that I just didn't like with Buddy it felt like it meant something. With Cedric it felt like it meant something. Yeah. Like, right now it's just kinda like it's gonna be a good match. Like hey, we're at least gonna get this. Yeah. But like the actual feud yeah. I'm not invested in. I'm not Make how are you going to make me care? Um, so we have a backstage segment. We have a Sami Zayn who's basically like a Pestering the shit out of Triple H. Just being like, hey, hey, um, hey, Brown's gonna be after me. Are we gonna do anything about this? Like, come on, we gotta contain him <laughs> in a cage or something. Like, I don't know what his plan was. Like, we have to contain Braun Strowman. And Triple H is like, look, it's fine. Strowman's not in the arena. He's banned from the building. You're fine. I'd be like, that means it's nothing. Fine. Yeah. No, he's like, have you watched like, <laughs> like the last year of Raw? <laughs> it's like people always find their way in. <laughs> they always end up in the building. And um, then literally later, Braun Strowman is shown backstage 
tearing them apart. Trying to find Sami Zayn. Mm-hmm. It's like he knew. And then later they found uh, Zayn. Strung upside down. Strung upside down. Weird. Like, what did he. Was he gonna get him? So I think this is gonna later. be more of a whodunit thing. Oh, yeah. Because uh, Triple H does confront Oh, that's right. Like, yeah, I, I know what's going to I forgot about that. He's You're like, not replacing him. And Ron Strubble's literally like, seems like he's like, I didn't fucking do it. Like, yeah, he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> um, but Triple H basically is like, uh, you know, you're out. Or no, he didn't do anything really, but he's just like, leave. Get out. You're not yeah. going to replace him. So this entire time, I will say at this point, I thought this was going to be Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Which yeah, seems very fitting. Mm-hmm. Hanging him up, upside down. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Mm. But uh, I, I honestly think if this does become a whodunit thing, it's it's not wrong. Ron genuinely seems he's not. Yeah, like, I don't think it. He's was. a big brute. He's not the guy that's like mind games. Mind no. games. He's more like a. I'm just gonna rip you apart. Right. <laughs> like he's not gonna be like I didn't do him in the heck. Hell yeah, I did it. I fucking did it. That was great. Did you say shit? I did it. Uh, so then we get the uh, Raw Women's Championship. We get Becky Lynch versus Lacey Evans, and mm-hmm. by God, if Lacey Evans won anything, it was the best outfit. Oh my God! So the That's giant cool. glittery hat, yeah, ripped the skirt off, had the holsters, and I'm like, at first I'm like, why are there bags on her garters? Like, what the fuck is this? What is this? And she just floored me by pulling out fucking money guns. Yeah. Money guns in the bank. She was just shooting money. It was fucking fantastic. I love her. I full on love her. Like, I love her. A lot. Um, also, too, she was a, in the, she was an MP in the Marine Corps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's fucking impressive. I was like, wow. 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 She's a sophisticated tough lady. She is. But not mess with her. I feel like she, that woman's right. I feel like she fucking really knows how to throw that. She fucking lay a woman out in real life. Also, she has the most adorable daughter ever, and she has her on her Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, her daughter has an Instagram. Yeah. Her daughter has her on Instagram now. Um, I started following her because her videos are fucking adorable. She's the cutest thing in the world. Oh. Um, but to this match, um, I don't hate it, but I think they should have went longer. Yeah. This, uh, well, what else do we have? This might have been my least favorite match. Maybe. Nope, nope, nope. We've got one, one of my yeah, least favorite yeah. matches of the night. And again, not the first It wasn't bad, but it wasn't this one. Um, it just seemed short. Uh, basically, Becky, not super quickly, but pretty quickly, uh, gets her in the disarmor. Yeah, it didn't seem like it was enough fight. Like you built up so much around this, and then you just had it. Especially if you weren't going to have her win it, mm-hmm. you probably should have had Have her have her. a good show. Yeah. Right. Have what happens next make more sense, if you will. Yeah. yeah. And they tried to do that with a... And then try to work um, one of Becky's legs to make it seem injured. Yeah. I mean, they did try, but I'm like, eh. You could have done more. You literally have a woman that beat Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair for two belts. Like, let her go a little longer. Yeah. Um, especially knowing what was going to happen later anyway. 
But Not even so, later. What happens next? Which is maybe why they chose not to do it, and I get that, to try and save things. Oh, shit, that was excellent. Because they did, like, this. Charlotte Flair immediately comes out. After yeah, she's like, guess what, bitch? She's like, get back in the ring, and I was like, oh, shit. Yes. Yeah, because that's when I looked at uh, John, and I was like, this is it. This is it. Becky's tired. So this was... This was a good match. And this was my my hope and my prediction for the Money in the Bank pay-per-view was that Bailey would win the women's Money in the Bank briefcase. The matches were going to be in this order. The Raw, uh, the Raw Women's Championship first, then the SmackDown. Charlotte would take the belt. Uh... Becky would be beaten down and tired after two matches, and Bailey would just run the fuck in and cash in. Because you know Becky and Charlotte wear each other out. Yeah. So. Well, that, yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. So you know she's going to be exhausted. Either one. Either one's yeah. going to be exhausted. And it's um, going to be a perfect time to cash in. This almost forgives the Lacey Evans match. Yeah. Kind of well, that was like an interlude to this. Almost that was setup, which is almost why you're kind of like it wasn't the best match, but it's it makes sense. With the right. right, it fits into the story. So basically, what happens is at one point, um, the referee gets distracted, and uh, Evans comes out and uh, hits Lynch with the woman's right, and fucking lays her out. Um, so. With this wild card rule, I imagine we'll see more of which we do this weekend. Wild Lacey card. Evans and mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair teaming up, which I actually like. It, to be honest, I would like to see them on the same brand. Honestly, be a tech team. Any call yeah. blonde bitches, blonde bombshells, just mm-hmm. something. I don't know. So I feel like they complement each other. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so uh, Lacey Evans ends up causing Lynch the SmackDown Women's Title and. First time I do like Charlotte's talking shit right after that. Becky kind of like you know mm-hmm. after the pin pops up and Charlotte's like, "Are you crying?" And I'm like, "Heal Charlotte Flair. That's what she needs to be. Always need to be a heel. You're not a yeah. bad baby face, but you're way, 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 way better." Yeah. yeah. No, definitely for sure. Uh, but so immediately after, um, so uh, Evans and Charlotte try to go to town on Becky, and Bailey comes running out. And at first, it kind of she's got the mm-hmm. briefcase, obviously, because you know your life with the briefcase is that it's always with you. Yeah. Uh, she comes running down with it, but at first, it looks like she's just gonna make the save. Like she's just gonna help Becky out. Right. She's not gonna cash in. And then she clears the ring a little bit, and Charlotte's in there, and then she kind of like looks at it, and I was like, she's not gonna do it. They're teasing it. She's not gonna do it. I actually didn't think they were going to either. By God, she did it. She did it. She I just did. Fuck her over. I know, because when she did it, I was like, I went Bailey, but I was like, yeah, they might let Charlotte win. It's Charlotte. Yeah. I'm glad they did what they did, though. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. Bitch. I'd have been pissed if it had been another just Charlotte flat out, like, having the belt. But, but she basically uh, pulls Charlotte from out of the corner and uh, hits an elbow from mm-hmm. the top turnbuckle. And one, two, three, becomes the new champion. And my god, I feel like that's probably the biggest pop that Bailey's gotten in oh, yeah. a while. All the signs. And, and there was a crowd and started celebrating. And I was like, yes! There was that one sign in particular that was very colorful and had the little wavy arm inflatable guys and it said Bailey in the bank. But it was her logo, Bailey, like at the bank with the ponytail on the B. It was so cute. This also makes Bailey the first ever women's grand slam so champion. champion. Yep. 
That's awesome. Fuck it, good for her. And of course they had a mid-card belt, in which case then they were no longer grandson child. <laughs> <laughs> and now you have one more. You gotta do one more. Give that. So um, very happy for her. Uh, kind of want to know which Sasha's humans are on this, because like, I'm much happier they gave it to Bailey. Bailey is a good wrestler. Yeah. I agree. Issues with Bailey are her game, which if she's gonna be more aggressive like this. Yeah, I can deal. Sasha just... But I feel like this was meant for Sasha, and I'm curious if she's sitting there going, Damn it! I don't think it was. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, yeah. Speculation. We'll never know. Yeah. Unless one of us gets inside. Come on. (laughs) We can find out. These questions. Um, Inside the computer. So this gets us to the point in the night where we're getting close to 9 p.m., and with this is the, about when Game of Thrones right. series when I started. I'm like, so this was Matthew <laughs> Very interesting. So to you like Roman? Oh, well, yeah. That's that's what people would see. But it's the, Roman. But it's the two. It's not just Roman, but it's SmackDown Lod's greatest acquisition, also Elias. Um, but the... Yeah, this was really... I was interested to see what they were going to do at this point in the pay-per-view to try to keep people invested. So what they do is tease a little bit of chaos with Elias attacking Reigns backstage. Roman's going to kind of walk in through like he's going to be heading out to the ring. Elias sneaks up behind him with his acoustic guitar, smashes it on the across his back, makes his way out to the ringside area despite their match actually not being scheduled to start at that point. Um, he insulted the crown as per usual sat down with an electric guitar because he had just broken his acoustic one and played a song. Finished the song, left, and Reigns caught him with a Superman punch at the top of the stage, which you knew was coming because he kept fucking turning his back to the entrance. But, uh, yeah, so we all knew that was going to happen with Roman coming out from backstage to spear Elias at the top of the ramp because... That's what happens when you keep turning your back Ugh. to that area oh as God. you're leaving the stage. I'm so sorry. It I'm just happens. Up. Anyway, <laughs> so Roman brings the lies back down, ring the bell rings for the match. Rings gets a spear and but boom, boom, the match is over. And I love it can't just say how much I love CBS Sports and the fact that they actually said this. Considering a Reigns-Elias match would not have been any good, this was a fine, interesting booking that kept the audience engaged in a clear attempt to have them remain watching the pay-per-view and not switch to the channel on one of the biggest or switch the channel on one of the biggest nights in television history. I feel like they gave it a good old college stride, but this was not the thing that was. We were at a friend's house, so obviously we kept watching. It, yeah. If I was home, I wouldn't switch it over. I would well, not. Here's I would the come thing. back to Money in the Bank. I would not come back to Game of Thrones. Here's the thing, is that it all happened so fast. We only started Game of Thrones, like, less than ten minutes late. Which was fine, because we were watching on HBO now. So it was like, it didn't matter. And I told John, I was like, you know, let's just finish watching this. Because the servers are probably going to be bogged down. Everybody's going to try to start watching it immediately at nine o'clock. I was like, let's give it five or six minutes, and then we'll log on. Had zero problems, got on immediately. And we watched the end of this, whatever this was. <laughs> the shit. Um, 
So at this point, we're switching to HBO in our house. And I, I hope you look back on Um, I have not yet. I've wanted to. Well, I caught. No, I didn't. I caught some spots that happened because this match started and I had it playing on my phone, which was sitting in front of me on the bed as we were watching Game of Thrones. But the whole first part was recaps. Yeah. You know, and all that from last week. So I did catch a little bit of it. And I'm not going to say this was the perfect match, but I'm going to say this was pretty fucking close, especially for WWE. It was mm-hmm. very good. It was crazy, actually. How it, it, like, I had to go back and watch it the next day because I was, they would I was be a hard. tipsy by this one. I couldn't remember everything. But we came home and Mr. Business was like, you guys, do you actually remember that match? And I was like, a little bit. And he was like, no, you got to go back and rewatch it. My God. I think this is going to be match of the year. Like, I don't oh, know yeah. how you top this. Match. Without even seeing it, I can tell you. Just because of who it was. And it was a technical masterpiece. Yeah, well, you would be hard-pressed <laughs> to book a better match with the current roster. Like, this, this Hands should have been a WrestleMania match. And now that it's happened, unless you're going to do a part two, that's what the other business was. AJ Styles has signed his last wrestling contract. Mm-hmm. This last contract he signed with WWE, which I think it was for five years, and I think at the point we're in now, it's probably like four and a half, four and three quarters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, basically said he's at where he wants to be right now with people programming, he takes kids to it, but he's basically said, like, after this, he's not signing another wrestling contract with anyone. Like, he yeah, he's down. done. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, that makes sense. I was also like, I know. Well, we have him for a few more years, so. I know, like, what else happened? Yeah. Like, this is like my new Game of Thrones. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's to And also, um, you know, people were saying that beyond this match, Rollins and AJ, beyond this, the only other, oh my god, you have to book it match with AJ Styles that people are, like, dying to see is, like, him and CM Punk. They're not gonna get well, no, they're not going to get it, but that's apparently... They're like, oh my god, this rolling match was amazing. You know what we need? And I'm like, I, I'm fine with this being like his best match in WWE. And just leaving that alone. Also, CM Punk's on. You're not going to get that anyway. Uh, but yeah. I caught some spots in it. I think my need, I need to go back and watch it. I hope it's my favorite, but um, one of the ones that sticks out in my head is that uh, Rollins went for the it's not curb stomp. Oh, it's not curb stomp. Blackout move. Um, and Styles reversed that into a calf crusher, and I was like, oh my god, I just like being cool seeing reverse that for something. Oh yeah, because like it's a really devastating looking move. It really is. Oh, yeah, but when you can reverse it, like the one time at Wrestle, I think it was WrestleMania. But he fought Randy Orton and he went to do it yes. and he just like lifted it up with his neck and like arcade him and I was like yeah. what the fuck right yeah I feel like you have such creative ways to uh reverse that yeah well amazing. we had the um like the Andrade Rey Mysterio step going and like the reversals <laughs> and that you're like what the hell crazy Stop it. they were good um so then for whatever reason the next shit happens. 
I'm sorry, I'm not on this Lars Sullivan train. Is anybody? Oh, wait, uh, by the way, it's a Bone for Tea. Oh, yes, that's right. And a Barn Burn match. And if you haven't watched it, we can talk to Dave about it, and I probably will for podcasts to come. But, yeah. go watch. But yes, uh, so, yes. um, this was a dark match. Uh, Lars Sullivan comes out, which is, uh, to my opinion, <laughs> automatically boo. And then the poor Luch House Party. I like them. I love them. I feel like if they gave them the proper setting, they could probably do well. Yeah. I mean, Sin Cara's not there, so I mean, that's gotta be a plus, right? Oh. He's like the botch master. I know. Bless his heart. I'm certain he's a very sweet man. Yeah. Um... But, uh, so, yeah, this was a thing. This was probably the lowest point of the night. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're pretty sure people have switched over to watch Game of Thrones, then you may as well throw this bullshit like, in there anyway. I feel like anyway. maybe up until this point, especially the stuff that they do styles match, the real thing might keep you invested. You might be flipping back and forth. Yeah. That comes on, you might stay. You probably will stay. You're like, oh shit, what the hell's going on with this? And then this happens, you're like, Game of Thrones permanently. And yeah. I'm done. To be honest, I feel like most people like Game of Thrones would start, but like if you were going back and forth, if you were that big of a fan of both, like yeah. until this point, you would have been like maybe, and then now you're like Game of Thrones or something, like and nope. <laughs> uh. So I mean, like I'm on board with the Mars does what he does with CBS Sports giving this an F. <laughs> like, it was just, you knew exactly what was going to happen, and it just nobody cares with some of the controversy and just the fact that I don't think anybody really cared even before that. That definitely doesn't help. Uh-uh. He just lacks personality, man. It just, takes he's just another big guy. I mean, that's all it is. He's doing the same shit that Braun Strowman did, except he ended up doing it better. It worked better for him. Well, it's because he actually had personality, and I mean, even that personality is just being... I will say, though, at the beginning... Kind of well, like, also, I will say at the beginning, though, Braun Strowman didn't have a whole lot going for him other than he was a big guy. I feel like it grew, and he, like, got better on the mic. You get these hands thing happen. Yeah, and all that stuff. Yeah. But I will say, at first, his biggest draw was... Hey, look at me, I'm the guy. I mean, and it's the same thing I'm with Lars Sullivan, except apparently he gets the jitters. In, so I can't imagine if he actually had to cut a promo, for, you know what I'm saying? Oh. For a lengthy bit at all. Like, I feel like it would be super painful. Braun, at least at this point, and we can all agree at the beginning when they first started pushing him, was not the best on the night. He was oh, more, no. But like, he He's come tell. a long way. Lars Sullivan isn't even... When Braun was at his worst, Lars Sullivan is he he's below that. Yeah. And I can get be being like nervous and stuff. Especially when like he obviously has like a list when you have that also, but you gotta at least fucking try it or it's just that much easier to dismiss yeah. you and, and laugh even, at you. Like even if they <coughs> laugh at that point you go, Well then get me a manager, get me someone to talk for me. Get him and an advocate. That's why you have one is because he's like, Well, you guys just wanna make fun of him and this, that, and you guys are probably <coughs> What's Drake never doing? So we can do this so fucking easily. Like Instead of having Drake Maverick run around like he's trying to do something with this fucking 24-7. Chasing after this, you know, whoever's got the 24-7 belt. Have him go out there and do something. I don't want anybody. Anybody. 
Like, what? Is still hurt? I don't know. One of them is. Also, I don't think it's both of them. I thought it was just one of them. The Experience Raiders. I think they got pushed way down because (laughs) the company was just catching so much shit overall. Since we can't figure out a good name for you, just stay down here. Slams and shuts the basement door, turns the key, and you're down there. Oh. Children under the You had stairs. your chance. I didn't even get to do anything. I feel like all the jobbers, uh. or not jobbers, but just like these, like where they brought these people around and doing anything, it just reminds me of like children under the stairs, or people under the stairs. Have you seen that movie? Yeah. <laughs> where it's, <laughs> it's open, Vince opens a door and just all And it's like, you! deprived. <laughs> Papa! I'm malnourished. <laughs> Come, let me feed you some jobbers. Oh, you didn't do well. Get back in there! What's the problem with you? Back in the closet! So I have no children. Um, a match that I would might cost. I am surprised we got two. And I would say this is also a candidate for your, our match of the year. <laughs> Cub Kingston versus KO. Now, do I think the Seth Rollins AJ Styles one was better? Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Um, but this, in my opinion, is like not even a half a step less. It's like a a fourth of a step list. Like, it yeah. just didn't quite quite reach the potential, but my god, it was still so good. I honestly, at some points, in this thought that Owens was gonna win. And I was like, what? I know. <laughs> How dare you? Yeah, I wouldn't pissed. Yeah, there were some spots. Actually, there might have been a couple of spots in the Seth and AJ match where I actually paused Game of Thrones because I like, would, like, catch something that happened. And then I would skip back, like, you know, 15 seconds or whatever and catch and see whatever it was that happened. And then I'd pause Game of Thrones <laughs> and keep watching. But that happened in this match. Yeah, the other match, this match, and, uh, and also, Jesus is here. <laughs> and also the, uh, men's ladder match. That one, too. One spot in particular where I was like, oh, my God. And we'll get to that in a minute. But, uh, this one, this one in the AJ Rollins match, I'm gonna go back and watch, like, give it undivided attention. They they deserve, like, these two matches of the night to be, honestly, without these two matches, this pay-per-view still wouldn't have been necessarily bad. Yeah. But these two matches only in this pay-per-view make it a good pay-per-view. Yeah. Um, I also thought a very important part was the fact that, uh, Xavier, well, obviously Big E was not there, but Kobe did this all on his own, like, there was mm-hmm. no one outside with him, like, it was just him, he came out by himself, which I thought was surprising, like, <clears throat> yeah. just to not have Xavier there, and Big E obviously isn't there, because they do a whole thing about that on Tuesday, Yes, but, uh, I feel like they're really trying to make him look like a legitimate champ. Yeah. I'm not going to say he's going to hold on to it for a very long time. Yeah. But I think he might at least, I think he might go beyond SummerSlam with it. But make, yeah, making him Maybe. look strong. Maybe. If he strong. It, soon it'll be at SummerSlam. Yeah. But making him look strong and, the, and drive home that he's doing it by himself. Yeah, not. Yes. 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 Not through shenanigans with his teammates because that's not how New Day rocks. But I mean, really good match. Uh, 
Is this KO's first pay-per-view back? Like, I know he's been back, but like, his mm. first, this is the pay-per-view? Yeah, no, I think so. I, wait. What was the pay-per-view before this? Wrestling. No. What? Yeah, yeah. was the last one we had. Yeah. 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 Well, because this was mm. mid-month. Because there was no... Well, mid-late mid, month, and then... This, this Mania was early April. Because Mania was April. This was yeah. May. Oh, yeah, that's right then. Yeah, it's just been Weird. a while. No, yeah, I'm not even thinking of this. Instead of, like, a month, it's been, like, six weeks. I thought so. there was another... Probably six weeks. I'm Because typically, yeah, backlash happens after Mania. And that's then, what I and said. And I think they do money in the bank. That's why I, I said know. I thought there was backlash, but there was never backlash. No backlash. There was no backlash. No backlash. Which is where they really finally ended the huge wrestling. Yeah. Where it makes sense to have that after (laughs) Mania. If you're going to have a pay-per-view called Backlash, it's going to be after Mania. But really, really good match. Um, So after this, so up until this point, I feel like all of us thought that at some point they would announce Sami Zayn's replacement for this match, which they never did. Always almost Triple H basically being like, Braun, it's not you. Yeah. And I thought this was going to be Bray Wyatt's moment. I mm-hmm. thought it fucking was. All of these teasing. And this, yeah, the not this past week, but the week before with the, uh, you know, the, the mask and all that stuff. Like, and he revealed it. I was like, this is where he's going to yeah. do it. And he, I figured he would show up like that. And I was going to say, if he shows up, he's probably going to fucking win. Yeah. There's no way you wouldn't if it yeah. did. That'd be the stupidest move they could ever yeah. make. So I was gonna like, change my entire game plan. Like I was giving me. <laughs> oh yeah. I see Bray Wyatt. I'm like, break. Yeah. But uh, so they actually start the match with just Finn, Baron, Drew, Ricochet, Randy Andrade, and Ali. And I've got to say, first off, both the women's and the men's ladder match fucking delivered. The men's ladder match delivered in the whole way that I, I expected, but I didn't expect them to go this hard. It was the with spot. the down, nonetheless. Yeah. Well, with the the spot that just fucking, I don't know, took it for me was Andrade at the top of the ladder with Balor. Oh, and the, was it, uh... Insane sunset flip oh, yeah. power. Oh ball. my god, yeah, where uh, yeah. Finn hit the ladder Let and then bounced up like six feet in the air. And, yeah, and oh, then broke her ball. Like, yeah. Like, wait, wait, it's gonna, it's gonna play again. Is that that? Yeah. 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 Like, like, like that angle is I feel crazy. like they're both hurting uh. watching. Like, he's straight. Yeah, he like, like and then there was another one. Who was it that broke? The ladder. Ricochet. Um, McIntyre yeah. threw him over the top rope where he had set up the ladder between the table and the ring so it was uh, yeah. horizontal. And Ricochet just That's who it snapped it in half and looked dead as shit. Yes. I was like, sort of with the exit. I was like, he's down. He's legit hurt. There's also a part where um, Ali was kind of like hung up in the ladder, like perfect for uh, Andrade oh. to hit the tree of woes on him. Mm-hmm. And uh, instead, Ali kind of like pops up at the last minute, and he fucking hits uh, Andrade with the Spanish fly. fly. That was. Uh, I thought they were gonna. They were so close to the ropes, and I'm like, no, don't do it. <laughs> they, it. That was insane. That that was this was. There were more spots in this match than the two championship matches where I stopped Game of Thrones and skipped back to see what the fuck had just happened. And those were the three spots: the Balor, the Ricochet, and the. Uh, uh, Ali and Andrade. 
<laughs> here's the weird thing is that everyone looked good. Like, there were certain people who yeah. were so good. Who didn't fucking look good? Yeah. How's that happen? Well, I think I think you. I think he had a lot of talent. Why aren't you wrestling like this all the time? I think he had a lot of talent to live up to, you know, that he was working with. He looked like a waiter from Old Garden. Yeah. Was that some one of us or was that somebody else? You. Was that? That was me. That was yeah. No, I was like that was Deb. Okay. Because I feel like Jeff I just Jeff. speak about like the, when they, when they grate the cheese and it's like, tell me when. <laughs> like, us should be as well, a little bit, but now you can't put in like a hand gesture. <laughs> oh my god. So. I think somebody had said that. Yeah, oh yeah, well. Randy Orton. So, uh. He ends up, uh, what was it, pulling McIntyre off the top of the ladder thing in RKO. Because it was getting towards the end of the match. Yeah. And I was like, there had been no, I figured if there was going to be a replacement, they would announce it before the match. Yeah. They didn't. So I was like, okay, we're just doing it with these guys. And it was a great match. And I was like, fuck yeah. Don't you know the guy. Well, and Perfect. I'm, but at the end of it, towards the end of it, so I'm like, this is going to be right. I was like, there's not been a single RKO in this match. And I was like, Randy Orton's getting ready to take the shit. Yeah. And he hit McIntyre with that RKO, and I was like, oh, this is it. Oh, okay. <laughs> but then Baron Corbin took him out. I know, I was like, oh shit. And then I, like, literally from the point where Randy Orton hit the RKO on, on whoever was getting those offense, I was like, that's his way to <laughs> wrong. Wrong. <laughs> wrong. 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 So Baron takes Randy Orton out, and then Ali takes Baron Corbin out. Yeah, Ali. Yeah, he he's jumped. climbing up the ladder. He's almost got it. Which again, my God, guys, just get it. Just fucking uh, yeah. Laser focused. Don't falter. But he's going for it. He's like he's got his hands on the hook and the briefcase. Like he's so fucking. He and we have that mo. We have that mo. Wasn't it Dana Burke who just about had the briefcase yeah, on? Yeah. Oh, she was dangling from it. That's yeah. what it was. Okay. Anyway, back to this one. But then all of a sudden. Fanatics, guess yes. whose fucking music hits? This was truly disappointing. Ugh. The Borky Boy. Borky Beans. Borky Lesnar. Borky Beans. Borky Beans. Is that all you guys think of? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I think about. Yeah. It's like, Beans. Borky Beans. I actually have not, but now I will. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of different things, like Bjork and... That's what like, no, I would... I would like, the I, Swedish I chef. Yeah, that's I do the Swedish chef. Worky, worky, worky. No, I, I want worky beans. Chicky, like, chicky, chicky jeans. Yeah. Chicky jeans were all of three different lines there. Come here, chicky, chicky, chicky. I'm have to Photoshop that now. Like, some pork and beans. But so the pork is just Brock's head. I just want the Swedish chef's head on top of Brock Lesnar with the beans. <laughs> I want just both, like the really book. I want to both Photoshop things. But also, uh, another reason why he's pork and beans is because, like, Pork and beans isn't the worst, but it's not your favorite. Yeah. I fucking hate like beanie weenies and stuff like that, man. Mm. No. I barely like baked beans. I only till recently will sometimes eat just beans. Usually if I do eat beans, it's like in like tacos or you know, stuff yeah. like that, but I'm not just like mm-hmm. beans, like baked beans with barbecue, rather not. I'll take any other side. So, pork and mm-hmm. beans in a can. Pinto beans. No, like beanie weenies. My dad ate shit out of that when I was younger. I mm-hmm. hate it. 
Oh, it's That's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's not. Ew. Well, yeah. I feel like you think it's the worst. It is. It's gross. It's not the worst, but it's not the best. Like, it's not yeah. the side you go for. It's not the one you're killing yourself to before a while eats it. But you're like, yeah, yeah, I mean, it's there. If it was, if I was like, really, if I was like super, super, super hungry, it was like the only thing in the cabinet. I would probably eat it now. Now, when I was younger, I wouldn't touch it. But like yeah. now, I'm honestly was never that picky. But I've become increasingly, increasingly less picky as I've got older. That's because you're four. Yeah. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually, I went through a big phase with that when I was. Actually, well, yes, when I was, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm moving on up slowly, <laughs> but surely. I feel like I moved up very fast because I was very picky, and then I was like, "I'm poor as shit." This will do. What do you got? <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. What do you got? <laughs> Who needs a bun for the saw dog? Not me. Um, yeah, I used to never. <laughs> oh no, not like that, but just like you know, <laughs> greens, that's healthy things. Oh yeah. Should really eat that healthy, but <coughs> mushrooms or something? Not a problem. <coughs> Onions on occasion. Sure, whatever. Depends on my mood. You don't like vegetables. One of my favorite things I, I see in food articles all the time that I want to try is like cutting a hot dog into like little slices <laughs> and then putting the raw, uh, <laughs> putting uncooked pasta through them and then boiling the, the hot dog piece and the pasta. And it's, like, <laughs> it's threaded through the hot like, dog. Oh shit. I which think I'm, I'm not one for hot dogs and noodles, but I mean, it just looks fun. That doesn't. Or sounds fun. I don't yeah, know. It does, yeah. Um, but any hoosers. Yeah, uh, Brock Lesnar. Are you trying to drown yourself, Steve? He fell. Are you okay, babe? No. <laughs> I'm just in my water. My pride is hurt. He's, he's a little shell-shocked. He'll be okay. <laughs> the only thing is my pride. <laughs> he's to blast the whole side of that cage. Aw. Grabe. <laughs> Fanatics, we have been joined by a serpent. You need that. She's very much like, what the fuck? I don't trust you. No, I don't either. Go away. Bananas! Brock Lesnar won the main big match. <laughs> it's ridiculous, honestly. Yeah, just, I'm not down with it at all. I don't, I don't care for it. He can go the fuck on. I don't hate it, but I wouldn't hate it if I knew exactly what they were going for already. Yeah. Because you know he's going to cash in on Oh, yeah. He's gonna cash in at the Saudi Arabia pay per view. We already had a fucking scheduled match there. Yeah. Uh. So that. Although his pompous fucking ass smug face when he climbed the top of that ladder and grabbed the briefcase and started laughing, I was like, I get behind it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, He's so, so good at being a heel. He is. But I like. I don't hate him being a heel. In as good of a way as I hated Kevin Owens as a heel. Or, you know, like, I, I love, it's like I love to hate Kevin Owens. And I love to hate, you know, Drew McIntyre or whoever. I don't love to hate Brock Lesnar. I just hate Brock Lesnar. I don't know. Well, that's it for Money in the Bank. Ladies, shall we, uh, shall we stick it on the water? Please. Yes. Oh, please do. Mm. But we yeah, going. <laughs> so raw. <laughs> that was a show. It happened. It was a thing. Starts off with a. I mean, the one and only Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar. By God, that Sunday I was devastated. But this Monday I was a little. I was a little high on the Brock horse. 
Uh, he comes out with a briefcase, rocking to it like a tin <laughs> box, and I was like, if this is Brock I'm gonna get, then I'm here for it. <laughs> he seems so titillated by being a heel and getting booed. Like, I really don't think you can boo this man and, like, shake his confidence. He's like, <laughs> I'm great. No, no, no. You are all small people. I don't need to talk. Here's Paul. He laughs at the boos. He laughs at everything. What if he has a really weird laugh? He has, like, the weirdest laugh ever. It's really, like, high-pitched, like, yeah! He has a crazy face, anyway. Sounds like a horse, apparently. But so, they come out, they do a promo thing, and, uh, I mean, can you, can you ever go wrong with Paul Heyman? No, but mm. you can. The man cuts good promo. That yeah. he does. That he does. I think that's the white man. I think that's the rock and white man. I'm in the white by all this. I'm in the white by all this. But at one point, uh, calling out Seth Rollins, I guess he decides to booty bop his way on out there, Seth Rollins. And Kofi Kingston. Mm-hmm. Actually, at one point in the year... You're going to challenge me. No, you're going to challenge me. Paul's like, you guys are literally auditioning to see who he fights. And I'm like, he's not wrong. No, he really wasn't when he said that. Right? <laughs> he yeah. doesn't calm down. You're the champ. Let him come to you. Right. Uh, <laughs> at one point in the Seth Rollins segment, I um, actually did bring up Becky Lynch, but I thought, which I thought was funny. See, uh, said something about his, uh, his girlfriend... Main eventing and this, that, and the other. Seth Rollins was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh, this is gonna be a thing." <laughs> well, once you're public, it's fair game. That's very true. Yes. But uh, at one point, Paul Heyman like they're kind of starting to exit the ring, and I feel like Paul Heyman's legs are like both in and outside of the ropes. Like you can't quite make up his mind, or they even ever stand. Um, but he's like, oh, you guys will both be in action later tonight. I think Brock Lesnar will stick around and, I don't know, mayhaps cash in on one of you. Oh, plant that seed. Oh. <laughs> yeah, um, so, Brown Strowman has a match against Sami Zayn, at which point, uh, beforehand, backstage, uh, Sami Zayn goes up to Bobby Lashley and is like, hey, are you sure you don't want to fight him? You know, maybe soften them up for me. Next week, it's it's helping you, but it's helping me, but it's helping you, but also helping me. And Bobby Lashley, who I'm assuming is still heel, but it's just a smart enough heel to be like, no. <laughs> Nothing. He's like, I'll fight him next week. Uh, why don't you soften them up for me? And I was like, Bobby Lashley, this might have been the... That might have been the smartest sentence I've ever heard you say since your comeback. <laughs> Yeah. Mm. But uh, at some point, uh, Sami Zayn does try to get the best of him when Strowman tries again. Uh, he takes a moment, like pauses, and looks at Bobby Lashley, and it's like, "I'll see you next week," and then continues on his warpath. I'll see you. <laughs> oh my god! But uh, Strowman ends up winning. Pins Zayn with power slam. Hell, it's predictable. Yeah, yeah a little bit. Yeah. Uh, Lars Sullivan was supposed to have an interview. Yeah, but, uh, sure. of course they. Lucha House Party came out. And for a brief shining moment, they were doing okay against him. Hmm. But then he beat them all up and they all ran away. So, like, is this, this is really his first feud? Like, Lars Sullivan against 
drainage doors. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's a little weird. That's like, I can imagine, that should have been like someone maybe you went through, but I didn't think that should be who you're feuding with. It doesn't make, like you're feuding with men, like a group of men. Pick a guy. Well, they have him. And poop with him. Well, they have him with like some jobbers before. And then now. These guys, I don't know, maybe they're very, very, very slowly working him up to having like a proper feud with him. See, this is more of a. No, no. More of a backhand to lose your house party. I'd be like, have his job with this guy. Mm hmm. I know we're small, but come on, man. There are three of us. Yeah. You have an all three of us? Come on. Yeah. Yeah. Need to come with a better strategy. Uh, so an interesting part of Raw, Cesaro debuts a new walkout. I wouldn't say mm-hmm. a gimmick, because I feel like his gimmick is kind of the same. Yeah, I mean, because you have the same touch. Yeah, he has the same touch, same sort of design, nothing a new color that he had in the tag team with Sheamus. So I just feel like... Just a new music. So he's got a new theme, but like... I mean, my god, he had that other one for how long? Like, eventually you have to evolve. I still like the James How many Bond different things... Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know what, though? I mean, all things must come to an end. But I'm, like, Undertaker's American Badass. You know? <laughs> but I feel like this maybe does mean that there is some truth to the rumor that Seamus is being forced to retire. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is very sad. Well, but also, I mean, it may be necessary. It's sad. I mean, help, but yeah, above anything. But at right. the same time, I'm kind of like, I wonder what kind of send off they're going to give them. Is he going to go with this? Help before it hoes. That's not how that goes. You're like, wait a second, that's not the same. Healthy hoes. <laughs> hoes away. Healthy, healthy hoes. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but. For Cesaro, a little excited, uh, getting a singles push, kind of. Hopefully it is a push, because he's a fucking wrestler. I mean, mm-hmm. so strong. The strongest man. They always say it's so strong. Strong, strong man. Strongest man. Strongest man. Strong. I am strong man. Strictly, he's a Swiss Superman. I feel a little bad for Ricochet. So how this match got set up was uh, they actually showed beforehand, like before the show even started, that uh, Cesaro was backstage and Ricochet just had the Money in the Bank ladder match and he's all sore and he's, what does he call him? Well, he calls him like the, I was going to say the Cottonelle generation, but that's not right. Uh, um, I Something about being like super soft, like yeah, yeah super soft, soft, like hot generation, now. like mm. you should probably just take the night off, Rocha. It's like no, fight, bitch. <laughs> um, but you know what? I mean, yeah, hate for Ricochet that he's he got the loss on that one, but also you took that loss against Cesaro, and Cesaro is an established, like really. Amazing technical I'm, I'm conflicted. I feel like if they had treated Ricochet a little bit better after he split with Aleister Black with the brand split, this mm-hmm. wouldn't be as favorable, but you right. really just kind of shit. But he looks so. He, he looked really good. We're gonna have a little feud with them and then have Ricochet eventually come out on top. Nah. But an uh, interesting start to Cesaro's presumably new singles career. Still not sure I feel about his walkout. Theme. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, I don't dislike it. I don't hate it, I just feel like I need time. Mm-hmm. I need time to adjust. Yeah, so just let it grow and it's fine. 
Uh, Carrying men in a room race side to booty butt their way on out to the ring, and they have a back and forth. And Rain's like, let's go, let's go, I'll fight you. He's like, I'm done with Elias, you're done with Miss, let's go do a thing. And let's go kiss this thing. <laughs> she was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Not now. You know me. Then I'll see you at the Super Showdown, because yeah. we gotta start making matches for that. I really don't even care to watch it. It's on your birthday. So definitely won't be watching it. <laughs> my birthday. I just need to see that they're doing it. The whole thing. Stupid. Very unnecessary. It is. And why? Yeah. No, I, I honestly just think that all the stars that don't go, I, I applaud them for doing so. Respect. I do have respect for them. Respect. Um, so, after the Usos take the non-title match win over Daniel Bryan and Eric Rowan, they come in and also take a loss against the Revival. Like, which Scott Dawson won for them by holding the tights on the roll-up. Which I get. I get. But at the same time, how else are you going to beat the Usos? Revival. You just have to Beat the SmackDown Tag Champion. I know, I know yeah. they were given the belts, but at the same time, like, wouldn't you try to make them a little strong at least? Yeah. Tag first? At least the first match. They, yeah. You know, if it, like, um, like, maybe a match or two, and then maybe, like, see some fractures. Like, oh, maybe the man should just give things out. Whenever you want that to implode or start imploding. But not, like, right off. Because this is just... Yeah. Mm. Oh. Mm. So, we get a moment of bliss with special guest Becky Lynch. Although, let's see, Alexa comes out with Nikki Cross in tow. So, I guess that's like her little sidekick now. Yeah, Nikki Cross looks just like happy to be there. So. Yeah, I'm happy to be a part of it. She's sitting in that chair, and Becky Lynch comes out, and Alexa's like, Get up, stupid ass. Like, get up. Come right. on, where's our guest message? So, she gets up and just like awkwardly stands next to Alexa. Her face. Through this whole thing, just made my time. Like, she's just, she was just so, like, happy and aloof and just weird and awkward. And I loved every minute of her. Um, anyway, so Becky comes out. We get, uh, is it the Iconics that came out first? And or, I then, it, and then Lacey Evans. Evans. And they're on space, you talking shit to Becky about, like, oh, did you, did you lose one of your belts? Yeah. And, uh, anyway, so they're trying to come up with a, a match, and Nikki's like, I'm in. Like, to tag with Becky, and, but that makes it a two-on-three, and they're like, well, you're still one, one short, and Becky's like, fuck it, Alexa, will do it. And it just, like, ropes her into the match. I thought that was hilarious. No, it's just like, excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Although Bliss did come out to avoid any, uh, wardrobe snafus, she actually showed up in her wrestling gear. So, that, so, so she was ready because she's not going to have another. Ready for this one, guys. She was no not going to have a third match where she was ill prepared. And we have another uh, Firefly Funhouse segment. Yeah. Her little song, song, you know, like. like <laughs> that is pretty fun. I'm not going to lie. Squarely. It's terrifying. <laughs> That's kind of why I like it, but at the same time, like. Isn't this PG? Like, you've got to be frightening. Yeah, right before they go to bed. 
Uh, like, you can't be marking this to kids and allowing this to happen. Like, <laughs> um, But we get that three-on-three match with Becky and Nikki and Lexi <laughs> and against Lacey, Peyton E, and uh, Billy. So, um, so I have to say that Becky Lynch, I feel like, beat the shit out of Everyone in Smash. Yeah. Pretty much. We're ending with pinning uh, Billy Kay. Well, at one point, Lacey ends like, up leaving, like, abandoning the actors. Yeah, she's like, fuck this. And didn't, didn't Lexa just sit outside the ring and drink a she cup just, of... Yeah, of, she walked down to the... Yeah, oh, yeah. There was in the cup. There was a cup. Yeah, she... Because uh, when they were doing a mobile list, she was asking about... Could have been anything. She was asking about her coffee and demanding, like, why we were supposed to have coffee out there. Guy brings it. So when they have this match, she just walks down ringside with her coffee mug. It was just like, okay, I'll stand here. I'm not going to do anything. I'm not getting in there. Yeah. So yeah, she didn't participate. Lacey walked out. Anyway, I, Becky I hit the leg drop on Billy Kay. I think it's the one, yeah. Um, I like this that this leads up to a Becky, Becky, goddamn, uh, Becky and Alexa match. Uh, but with Becky coming out on top, I don't think I like to see Alexa. Not on top. Mm. At least not for a while. Like you're gonna do it, do it down, do it down further along the line. Yeah, not yet. This is Becky's time. This is Becky's time. Becky. Oh, Becky. Becky Cross. Becky. <laughs> That's what I was going for. Because this other was like Becky. Becky. Um. So, um, actually, on Money in the Bank, we were teased with. A McFoley unveiling a new belt on Raw the next night. Mm-hmm. And everyone, I think, pretty much thought it was going to be either the old school hardcore belt yes. or a Legends belt for Undertaker and Goldberg to fight over in Sadio Arabia. Sadio. Sadio. What cool Sadio? What are we doing here? Hey, Sadio. Sadio. I do what I want when I want to do. Put me that hip hop and beat. Um, um, basically, McFoley is kind of a poor man. Just stop. Please stop. I love you, but. And he even admits he's like, that was a terrible promo. And I'm like, yeah, we know. Yeah. It's okay. Like, just, I feel like he just needs a hug and just be like, hey, man, it's okay. Like, you just don't need to be on TV anymore. Yeah. You took enough knocks to the head. I'm surprised no shame is. Yeah. Just, you're fine. We all see how you've judged yourself. And. Wow. Just go be Nick Foley. <laughs> yeah. Holy Foley. <laughs> Holy Foley. Um, Even though it's like to see him show up, like, don't give him a very long promo to introduce a belt. Just have him be like there. And he's like, hey, I'm a Foley. Yeah. You know why I'm here. This is the new Some belt. hardcore things going, but. And it's like uh, taking its top off as I'm holding it. My shoulder, because the bag was like slipping Slimed open, in. and you can see the side of the belt. Like, <laughs> at least you color it was this. But, uh, yeah, so WWE has a new 24-7 championship. This belt, I'm sorry, is just god awful. It's, uh, it's just, uh, I it's like, just I definitely terrible. It's not a good one. No. Um, and literally, he just, like, lays it down in the ring. Yeah, and he's like, who are finders keepers, basically. That's how you crown your first champion. So basically, this is kind of the old school hardcore championship, but yeah. without the hardcore matches. Yeah. 
So that ain't the weapons, that ain't blood and gore, but you can pin anyone anywhere. As long as you whatever. have a graph. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you have to defend your title literally 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And so the first champion was going to be determined by whoever would get down to that damn ring and pick it up and hold on to it. Which, um... You know, there's I, a very funny moment with the... I was hoping Cedric Alexander would take it. Dare say Carl's and Anderson, Oh, yeah, really? Carl's and Anderson, they were, like, both holding it, and they were, like... They jumped in from opposite sides <laughs> yeah. of the ring. It was just late in there, and they both got a hold of it, and they are like, back and forth, and I'm like, oh, boy. But, uh, so this this is a great way to kick off any belt, dare I say. Titus O'Neil, first ever 24-7 champion, and... <laughs> it lasted about as long as... His greatest girl stumbled. Yes. And that was, uh, him going back up the ramp. He got pinned by the one and only Robert Roode. I almost refuse to call him that. Like yeah, I can't. no. I, can't. I don't like it. You're Bobby Roode. Be Bobby Roode. Yeah. They were like, Bobby Roode needs to run. I was like, or Robert Roode needs to run and hide. And I was like, Robert Roode needs to stick, just shave his mustache and quit calling himself Robert. Just stay. Anyway, so he ran and hid. There's more about that later in the night. And we had a match with Drew McIntyre and The Miz. Where The Miz... Oh, yeah, The Miz lost to Drew McIntyre. McIntyre hit a Claymore kick. He had some interference help, though. Like, yeah, um, he had not a little, clean, not clean. He had a little help from his rich friend, uh, Shane McManahan. <laughs> McMahon set up for the uh, the good old coast to coast. Good old East Coast, West Coast. Space Coast. Coast to coast. Space Coast. I'm going to start calling yeah. Shane Space Coast McMahon. <laughs> um, he's not that cool. I'm just kidding. Before you get hit, Roman Reigns comes out and he's like, no, not the Reigns. Like, what is going on with Roman Reigns in the business? I don't know. I'm not necessarily against it, but at the same time, like, what are we going through? I bet yes. I could tell you like, what's what are we going, going on if I go look up some fan fiction. Oh. <laughs> a, a little butt sex? Probably. Little, they both have wives, but who cares? Who likes it big doggy style? Oh, <laughs> the business. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot to that's a lot in. Oh god. The amount of wrestling puns we just squeezed into it's a grit. That's what he calls Oh god. It is not called Sweet Flippered. That's weird. <laughs> it's really a, a very fun children's story for me. <laughs> oh, it was ruined for me a long time ago when I saw a version that somebody rewrote where he, he basically just started eating people. <laughs> it was awful. <laughs> so good in that. Yeah. Uh, that seems more realistic to me. It's a dog bigger than everyone. <laughs> seems like it should be eating people. Yeah, and they had to put him down. Like, oh, that's absurd. Yeah. You don't put him down. I feel like he just runs. He's Godzilla, right? Like, he just destroys the city and he's what like, this is my life just... now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a vagrant killer. Um, so, back to that 24 7 title. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, so everybody's chasing after Robert Rude, Bobby Rude. I can't call him Robert. Chase after Bobby wrong. Roode. Yeah, Bobber's so our truth is outside with this car, and he sees him, and he's like, like hey, man, he's like, I'll hide you. Just get in the trunk. And uh, hides him in the trunk of his car with the belt until everybody shows up. And he's literally, he's like, I think he went that way. And even Thomas was like, you better be telling us the truth, like, uh, or we'll be coming after you. Anyway, they all took off in the wrong direction, thanks to our truth He, much like a buddy... Uh, was getting Bobby out of the car and he's like, hey man, I gotta get you out of here. 
So, of course, he goes to get him in the front passenger seat. But Katie, who was sitting in that front passenger seat? A referee! A referee! A referee! Because is the dumbest smart person you've ever been. He's like a fox. And I love him. And, uh, yeah. So, caught Bobby Roode off guard. Pinned him. One, two, three. Our truth is the new 24-7 champion. Our third champion in probably about 15 minutes. Um, they were very quickly with that, which I kind of imagined for a bit like this one in Tourist Night But my god, sir. So what do you do at this point if you're our truth? You get your fucking car and you leave. So far, this is the worst champion. <laughs> the smartest. Yeah. You get out. You got the fuck out of there. You don't stay there and hide. You leave. You leave with it. I also, uh... Enjoyed that, like, throughout the next couple of days, he posted a bunch of videos. He was, like, hiding out in the woods and stuff like that. And Jake Maverick was posting, uh, flyers. Yeah. <laughs> Have you seen this one? Like, this is, uh, this is such a joke belt. But yeah. I do enjoy our truth with it. I hate to say it. Like, I don't, I'm not buying in, but. He's cheeky with it. I didn't sell out about it. But, uh, our truth is so like, lovable. He was, like, in the woods and filming, he's like, you're new European champion, and I was like, why are you so good at this? Because <laughs> he knows what he's doing, and you're like, yeah. <laughs> it's great. Um, so then we have the main event of Raw, which uh, gets announced that it is a new DQ match, which is Ooh. Kingston and Seth Rollins versus the Baron Corbin and the biggest of Lashley's, and how would Kofi Kingston and Seth Rollins not? Yeah. You're putting champions against a couple wannabes. A couple of wannabes. Uh, but Kingston actually gets the pin on Corbin, and, um... Which I love. Match, <laughs> but, uh, after the match, Lashley just continues the beatdown, and Brock Lesnar shows up and is like, Will I, will I not know? Yeah. Right. Making he comes out just like a Lacey Evans <laughs> walk around the ring. Oh, for less, he's like, yeah, what's that funny thing for his face? Oh, I wish he'd dance a little bit. Shimmy his shoulders. He's like a car girl, and he's like, <laughs> I've got tacks with him. In my uh, but that was rough. So now time to smack it down, fuck it up. What we do? Yes. So show ends up opening up uh, with Biggie's because I think they actually announced this one raw that they were gonna have a big celebration to welcome back Biggie. And so Kofi and Xavier show up and they're like, "Woo, Biggie!" Yes. And then some person comes out with a black sheet of room. And it's not Biggie. And they're like, you're not Biggie. Get out of here. <laughs> you scram. Uh, let's see. Oh, and they get interrupted by Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn setting up a match later for Kofi and Sami. Boo. So I actually have to say that after um, the Money in the Bank ladder match, Mustafa um, Ali, because he always been Mustafa Ali. Yeah. Uh, has been throwing. I don't really know if it's shade at WWE, but he's becoming very. A winner gets a full name. <laughs> it cracked me up so much. That, that and the uh, he uh, tweeted about the Money in the Bank ladder match with um. What did he say? It was like something like, "Well, guys, let's at least be happy about this." Brock climbing up to the top of the ladder was the most wrestling he's done in months. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I was like, oh, see that shit. One. I didn't say that about Brock. You will die. That's great. Um, 
But a, a great a, match though. Oh god, yeah. a great match. So Ali ends up getting a surprise pin at the end on Andrade. You know Andrade kinda had 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 the reins for most of the match. Sadly, but it was quick. But uh I really want them to feud on a bigger level. Yeah. Like I want them to get their time because I think they would fucking have a barn burner. Yeah. They're just giving me little snippets right now. It'd be fine if they just separated them for now, had them go do their own thing, build them, and come back. Yeah. Together, that's like mm-hmm. a not together, but against each other, and oh. have a spot maybe in the rumble where they're you know they have a moment like, against each other, you. and then it kind of it sparks, it kind of stokes the fire again. Um, the embers of their burning feud. Mm. I say burning love. Um, like sets up something for. Set up something for them for the main part of Mania next year. Oh. I'd be down for it. Yeah. So uh, we get Carmella backstage dressing up our truth as a woman to help avoid all the challengers in 24-7. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Totally, yeah. It's a good way to play it, I guess. I, don't know. I felt like that was a risky, risky card to play. Risky business. <laughs> the risky business. Um, and, yeah, it doesn't work. Dressing him up does not... Because she still wants a ringside. I don't know. Oh, yeah, don't parade him around in front of everybody. It's just a, in bad drag. <laughs> so Carmella has a match against Mandy Rose. Which ends no contest, because all of the 24-7 <laughs> challengers come out and right through the ring. And I feel like at one point, Carmella jumps on his back, and they just, like, fucking hightail it out of there. Yeah. So. This is what I'm wanting. This is what I'm wanting. Bailey actually ends up saying later on after that, there will be more of that later. They basically okay. just t- chase them out of the arena. Yeah. They get out of there. But um, Bailey ends up saying that she's moved past hugs. She's I'm like, like yeah. I'm ready to get down on business, bitches. Yes, we need to defeat with Hans. I wonder to do. I mean, I know she's got the Bailey to Bailey, but I want her to do like a bear hug move that just she's like fucking suplex someone to hell one time. Just yeah. like get her, get him in a bear hug, and then like do a suplex or something. Fucking get him backwards. Just do it. But I kind of like the direction they're going with her. I'm not gonna lie, I'm very yeah. stoked for Bailey. Oh, I'm, I'm, excited. I'm, like, I'm excited to see where this goes for sure. Um, so Roman Reigns shows up and he's walking outside and here's a guitar mysteriously playing from somewhere. He <laughs> pan up to the top of my truck. <laughs> I should have hated this when I really enjoyed <laughs> like the amount of planning Kayfabe was going to put into this. Like, yeah. he's gonna come up from this way. I'll be here waiting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the. Um, but yeah, he's staying up on top of a production truck. Like, playing his guitar. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. It's basically, it's probably weird and dumb. But, uh, so next is revealed that Kevin Owens attacked Biggie backstage, re injuring his friend. Oh no, haven't we not known? No. Oh, no. No, don't. He was a No, don't. So we get the Kofi Sammy match. And uh Kofi wins. Of course. But uh we get another, we get another tease. Ooh. Just a little just a little tease. Just, uh, take this burlesque thing a little too far, aren't you? Borky boy. Borky. Bork and beans. Bork and beans. Cash in his money in the boombox. I love that thing, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> the, 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 I retweeted it from uh Ryan Satin. With the, uh, 
Brock with this briefcase on his shoulder and it was synced it was synced up to uh, Brass Monkey like his two boys. <laughs> it was great. Monkey, He's like monkey. dancing in the ring. It's, it's I've seen one with the first Prince theme song. <laughs> oh my god! I saw well, I saw the Brass Monkey one, and there was one other one I saw, and I can't remember what it was. But. Wrestling's so good for yeah. us. Like the amount of things they give it. They give you they give you so much to work with. Yeah, they really do. It's like a treasure trove. Even if you're not in wrestling, just go like look up, look up some clips, look up some some still shots. You'll find something yeah. golden. So uh, yeah, Brock teases the cash in, but this was surprising. This was a good distraction left yeah. for Dolph Ziggler to come in literally out of nowhere. Yeah, because where the fuck is he at? So so here's here's what he beats the shit out of Kofi. Oh my god, Kofi ends up this chair shit. I can't handle it. Like the chairs. How do you do this safely? Like they have to have a way, obviously. But at the same time, like. Well, it, like when they smack really each other. That person. Yeah, because when you're hitting someone with a chair, like you would think if it's safe enough to do the shit like they were doing, like it would just crumple. Yeah. Or bend in half, and they don't. And he had Cookie's head like stuck through the thing and like around his neck. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's just bad. Anyway, so kudos. But uh, here's here's my thing with the Dolph Ziggler. Uh, glad to see him back. Oh. Kind of hope he stays for a minute because he's he's a great wrestler. But at the same time, I feel like this is a one off just for Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Okay. What? Saudi no. <laughs> Arabia. Um. Yeah. I just like adding an O when Saudi for some reason. It makes it funny. So. Saudi. Saudi Arabia. Saudi pop radio. Saudi pop radio. <laughs> you know, they're going to Saudi pop radio. <laughs> Excuse me. What the fuck are you talking about? That's what I when you say that. Um, anyway, so Ziggles comes in. So he's back, I guess, for some reason. I just hope it's not a one-off, which I feel like it's probably going to be. Uh, beats learning shit out of Kofi. Kofi basically is taking away on stretcher, but they got him most of the way up the ramp, and he was just like, no. I do I'm not get carried on the stretcher. I'm, I'm a champ. I, I walk out. So he hobbled his ass out backstage. Much respect. Respect. Good for him. Um, Good for you. We got a tag match. We have Becky yeah. and Bailey versus Lacey Evans and Charlotte Flair, which is kind of what I like to see in like a yeah. tag team championship match. Uh-huh. Like when. Honestly, give yeah. someone else the single title. Yeah, and let some let's, new women do some things. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, we're great. Yeah. Um, but Bailey actually ends up winning with a roll up on Flair, which I thought was very interesting. Mm-hmm. I was like, because mm-hmm. I feel like you know that's gonna be next. Bailey yeah. really does deserve it, though. I mean, she deserves much. a strong run. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which I I don't know. I feel like they could have having Bailey make the pin. They could have had her do it on Lacey because. We just saw her pin Charlotte the other night. Very true. But to me, maybe this says that uh, maybe they won't have her pay Charlotte next. Uh, don't know. Because, I mean, I feel like at this point, Charlotte really has no... Yeah, what else is she doing? Maybe, maybe she does. I mean, she has Charlotte Flair. I feel like she just pops up, but I'm never angry, though, because it's Charlotte Flair, and I'm like, I agree. Uh, so, after this, we get the promo... From Dolph Ziggler explaining why he attacked Kofi Kingston, saying that you know, uh, this shit, this should be Co- yeah, this shit should have been mine, and like, you know, Kofi was out. Oh no, uh, shit. 
the whole Mustafa Ali thing. Sorry, I lost track. And, um, I don't know, I just zoned out for a second. And, um, but yeah, those opportunities should have been him. That should be him with the belt. And I'm like, should where, where, where have you been? You're the cash in. It's not the stand-up championship. Go do your comedy. Go do your comedy. Or be here. Pick one. Um, so there's that. And then we get a Roman and Elias match. I mean, with Shane McMahon. Featuring Ray, Shane McMahon. He's a nutty. Ray does win with his beards by Shane, the best in the world. Mm. Interfering all the mm. time. Basically throughout all the entire time. match. Yeah. But after the match, uh, the attack begins. Reigns gets beat, beats down. Reigns gets beat down by McIntyre and Big Ben. And McIntyre ends up hitting him with a claymore kick. Yeah. And they finish strands off in their backs. Ooh. Ooh. What the hell? <laughs> I was just making sure you pay attention. <laughs> that is, that is Sorry, Terry. I'm not gay. Stop. I cannot save you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my yeah. god, the Grinch. Oh, the Grinch. Forever. Too forever too the Grinch. Yes. Can't see more nips With a face filled. No, an action, an action, an action look of no, an action face full of determination. Oh, the times we've had. Yes, the best times, the worst times. Well, ladies, I think that's it for this week in wrestling. Mm-hmm. I, think, I, think, uh, I think it's time it. to wrap it up because this one, the Cinderella, is going to turn into a puppy. Yeah. Alrighty, fanatics, you know you can always yeah. find us on all of our social media. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. All at Three Fans in a Pod. Search it all over case. You'll see the big gold belt. You'll like it. You'll love it. You'll want to see more about it. Dave Bow Bow. Oh, yeah. Dave Bow Bow. Oh, man. <laughs> not a fan, huh? Did you not like Ferris Bueller? How dare you? No talk of mine. <laughs> and you can always hear these wonderful wrestling rambling raves that we have on these fantastic places. You can find us on. Hey, I'm trying to let the fanatics where they know they can hear us. Do you mind? <laughs> You do. Huh? She does. Well, why she why don't you help me? Hmm? Alright. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Podbean, iTunes, and Spotify. Yeah. Search through fans pod. Again, the gold belt will pop up. You like it. You love it. You'll need some more of it. So you should probably just subscribe. Really now? What yeah. do we just do? Well, I like it. Shut up. They don't even know it's from that. Who doesn't know that's from that? A lot of people that don't listen to country music. <laughs> Shh. Now you've ruined it. Ruined. Good. And as always, if you have any comments, questions, concerns, topics, uh, compliments, uh, if you want to be like the bird and you just want to whine, uh, please email us at threefansinapod at gmail.com. All lowercase. We'll go back to you. Or just send an audio attachment of your dog making sounds. Like Birdie. And we'll play it at Birdie. Jesus. 
Mm-hmm. 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 Mm-